The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Friday, welcome to the show, and have we got a show for you? You're looking live at a very dark. What happened out there? Very dark Tostitos Championship Plaza, outside Ford Center at the Star of Frisco, Texas, where it is 50 degrees. The high is 54. The low is 43. The aliens made it up from Miami to Dallas. They're, they're coming. He's that is Nate. This is Kurt in the back. We got Chris Beam keeping us up and running. I am. Fatigued, Zaddy Holly. Together, (laughs) together we make hanging with the boys the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feed when we crush these Washington Commandos. When we speak, only took him three years years to get the name right (laughs) with no hesitation. They ain't commanding nothing. So Jesse, dragging a little bit today. Yeah, tell everybody what. Like what's going what what's um, going on? Why are you dragging a little bit? Because I think it's great that you do this. Well, you guys, you guys know. Um, every year I do uh, I do a fast at the beginning of the year. It is it is my way. Um, it's a spiritual fast for me. Um, it's my way of kind of giving back a tenth. I do the month of January uh, to the Lord, and the month um, of January without eating. So this month, so this month will be entirely liquid. Good grief. Entire. So beer, uh, vodka. No, 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 no. Uh, I was like, I've done that before. No. Um and so what what I what I've done in Mexico yeah. over here. Yeah. And so the first seven days uh is just water. So, so that's I'm, why you have the, yeah, the jug. Yeah, oh, that I should probably should put down. But yeah. Um but it's just water. So I'm on I'm on day four of uh of just water. And then next week I get a chance to move to, to juice and I'll juice the rest of the month, and uh, and so in replace in in placement of those meals, um, I I either read the word or watch something in in faith base or meditate or just do something spiritually based in those meal replacements for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But in between, I still got to work, and boy, at times just it, it can be it can be a drag because I just don't have I don't have the energy that food gives you. Yeah, um, but it's a great reset. Um, my body loves it spiritually. My mind loves it. I, 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 I put forth my things that I'm looking forward to, you know, wanting to happen for me in the year. I put them, I put them out there and, um, yeah, leave it in the Lord's hands. Yeah. And you told us on Tuesday that day four is where it starts to get you. Yeah, this is day four, this is day right? Four. <laughs> I walked, I walked it from the parking lot. I was like, it, it took a lot out of me. I was like, Ooh, I should have parked. So closer. we should race today. Today should be the yeah, day that I race you, right? Yeah, your only <laughs> no. chance, man. I'm still going to beat you. Idea. I'm still going to beat you, but after that, there's nothing you know, left. There's nothing left. Does your brain get a little left. foggy? Or is you it know what? Physical? Nah, it's, it, you know, the brain gets clearer. Really? Actually, because I'm more focused. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do love about it is that I don't rush. Like, I don't, I just, because I'm just too tired. Yeah. So I'm like, if, if it doesn't happen, it just doesn't happen. I'm, I take my time, and it's just, you know, it's, it's more of that than... um. Than anything, so I know how you feel. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah. That, that's a cool deal. That's a cool deal. And thank you to uh, – you want to talk a little bit about what's in front of us, Kurt, before we get Mohammed, going? Mohammed, one of our loyal listeners. He From Kuwait. Has, yeah, he's put together a book, some of his thoughts on the Cowboys, past history. Send us copies. Appreciate that. Thank you, Mohammed. Once this is published, if you read the last page, if it's published, part of the proceeds he'll donate to Holly's Helping Hands. Oh, nice. Yes. Very yeah. nice. And I'm not even going to attempt to uh, pronounce Mohammed's last name. None We're of just going to stick with Mo. I'm going to go with Mo. Mo Whoa. from Kuwait. Yeah. You want to take yeah. a shot at that, Kurt? Uh, no. I don't want to disrespect Mohammed. Yeah. Oh, also, birthday Thank shout you, out. Thank birthday you, shout out to. Don't you have a birthday coming up soon? Or had one? Uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm, like, I know I'm, I'm like, I know I missed. I, you let that, I was like, I'm like. And you know what? I'm a terrible friend. Because you knew this? Kay texted me yesterday morning. Thank you, Kay. And reminded me. And by the time, in the two hours between her texting me and me getting to the studio, I completely forgot. <laughs> you were at the dentist. We need to so. tell Kay to text the producer. Yeah. Because I will yes. remember. Kay, please do that. Come on, Kay. Happy belated birthday to my, to my brother. Yeah, Kurt. My brother for this side of the table. Also, well, he snuck it in. 73? Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it. Oh, that's how many kids you have. <laughs> um, another birthday shout out to uh, one of my Roselle representatives at 908. Shout out to uh, Alana, aka Cupcake, my Capricorn twin. Shout out to you. Uh, happy birthday. Happy All birthday. Day. Happy birthday, Kurt and Alana. Thanks. Nate, got anybody you want to talk to? Talk to. Hey, we come risking. Y'all better be careful. Hey, bust y'all up, boy. Y'all better be careful. Okay, kid, women and kids, stay in the house because them cowboys coming, baby. Take it all. I will tell you this, a redeeming quality about their stadium. I listened to uh, Zach Martin yesterday afternoon on the uh, flagship station of the Dallas Cowboys 105.3, and he has a, a weekly call-in, and they were talking about the cold water. And he said, I will give them this. Their stall situation is top notch. He said they have about twelve stalls. Oh. <laughs> and he goes, some. He was like, some of the newer stadiums have like two, and he's like, that ain't no good pregame. Mm-mm. So I never thought about that. You probably get bubble guts pregame, huh? You nervous? Cowboys was like that in the old stadium. Just had two, uh, three, and I'm like, come on, man, I can cover three. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. You probably do have like pregame jitters, and yeah. it's probably a busy place, isn't it? The, the it is. You know that pregame meal run two hours yep. later. You need to get that that's out. It. That's it right yeah. there. Because you try to get the pasta in you, yeah. you know, the protein things that kind of give you some energy, right? You know, maybe a vegetable here and there. Oh. But they're not a tough place to walk into. They Man. they bring in the. Pre- that's why I was a first bus. I was a first, <laughs> You're a first bus guy. I was a first bus. To get guy. it out of the way. Well, well the two reasons. Well, one, I wanted to get into the bathroom first. I wanted to get settled first. But then, mm-hmm. secondly. You can all like Nate. Once Nate got into his cowboy career, he didn't have to deal with this. But guys like me, there's certain guys like who you want to tape your ankles and how to do certain stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, if you if the table is there and you jump up, and for me, Demarcus uh, (laughs) Ware walks in and goes, "Let me get that." (laughs) The trend, like Brick Brown, will look at you and be like. What are you doing? You heard what he said. Like, who do we need more today? Right. Yeah. Jesse Holly or Demarcus Ware? You know what I'm saying? Tony Romo walks in there and he need, he's like, you know, his he, he may have a favorite trainer that he likes to, you know, tape this or, you know, yeah. give this medicine or whatever it is. There, there's a pecking order in that situation. So if you get up on the first bus, normally, you know, the business guys and the 
the the guys who are just making it get on that first bus, and then the the superstars who just come in when they drop their bags, they walk right to the table, and no matter who's on the table, they next. You get there first, so I get there first. I get to use the bathroom first. I get the I get the hot tub as long as I want first. I got about an hour before that next bus gets there. So, I was a first bus representative. Were you a late bus guy? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, this is made Brit, 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 B R I T T. Yeah, yeah, that was my guy. Yeah, that was my guy. Yeah, Brit yeah. became Brit was my guy. Was That's he just guy. as angry back then as he is now? <laughs> oh yeah, he, he. Wow, bless his heart. If he if if Brit is not mad at you or you feel like he's mad at you he does not like you yeah. if he's nice to you he hates your guts if he's mean if he has me what hate stare hate smiles that what we call it yeah. hate smile then he really likes you so Man, he and he and i we like because it was touch and go at first cause it was like who the are you you mm-hmm. know and brit will say it to you oh yeah and then when i uh when i got knee surgery and we're kind of working my way back in spent some time together and he was like you know what you show up on time, you work, you do what I asked you to do. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you all right with me. You, I see you out in the practice. You all right with me. And then we just became ever since. But yeah. it's some other guys. He was like, get the get out of here. <laughs> and, and people don't realize that every trainer in, has their like own table that tape at. Right. right? Yes. So like everybody has their own. So you know where to go. Like, did you like just jump up on Britt's table without like asking? And yeah. Like, yeah. And he told me, get the F out of here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> he's like, what have you done? Like, what, what, what have you done? Go, oh, go down man. there to like the one of the interns. Like, what have you done? Like, the wow. interns got their table too yeah, down there, right? It, 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 <laughs> but it's always amazing. Say you had this special injury and needed, and he sometimes he would send you to, hey, let Jim do this. You know, did they ever do that for y'all? Nah, he took he he, he, took, took, he, he always took, took care of you care because of you was this special guy. Yeah, he took care. But of me. some guys where you had something kind of weird about you, he, hey man. Let Jim get you. Jim, yo. And, and I ain't know whether that was a good thing yeah. <laughs> or a bad thing. I used to kind of look, because he always took care of me, too. Da, 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 you hit yeah. me up. I think Jim always did my spats, though. I'm thinking then I transferred over to, because I didn't want everybody to do my spats. Cause what's a spat? Was, yeah, what's a you know, spat? Just, the rap outside the cleats. Yeah. Oh, when uh, back in the day when, you know, because, you, know, you know, that was a black college thing. Coming from the black college, you didn't always have nice shoes. <laughs> you had to tape them up, <laughs> keep them apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Does that help? Does that help your ankles? Some guys it does. Or is it just like some a guys it hinders style thing? What it? What it? It's a it's a combination some, yeah. of all of it. Mental yeah. kind of, it's a combination. Yeah. Combination yeah. of all of it. Well, guys but, get very root like. Ain't nobody more routine than baseball, but some fo- I've seen some football guys like Dion just. I mean, it's very he routine. took it to a new level, you know, because he had a certain part of the flow. Where he laid his whole uniform out from the shoes, the socks, the jersey, the, the pants, the jersey, the, and the, um, the little wristbands <laughs> and the head. So you'd have like a little man laid yeah, out on the floor? Little man laid on the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know I went off, man. Wait, who in the? I saw who know what. That prime, what you doing, man? You know, it wasn't, it wasn't as nice as what we're talking now, but. What's the weirdest What's the weirdest superstition you've ever seen a teammate? That That's pretty yeah, unique he, is there something weird like somebody had to eat something or had to be the first one in the locker room or shower before the game yeah, i know or? flozell had a certain shower like it was a certain shower head at um yeah. 
at, at Valley Ranch that I learned the hard way that that was his shower head oh, no. and no one told me. Like, literally, yeah. it was his shower head. Like, nobody, like, no, like, it was kind of like. He was the, easy going to it, came to that shower yeah, it, head. It was, like, was kind of like, <laughs> look both ways, like, is the shower head available? All right, let me get in here and wash up because the Flozell yeah. came in there. And so I'm new and. I didn't know the open shower head. You run why? You wonder why it's sixty guys and this one shower head is always open. You like right. open shower head, and I get, I get in there you and get I get lathered up. I'm lathered up. I'm ready to go, and all of a sudden I just feel like this hawking presence over top of me, guy. and naked in the shower, <laughs> and he starts lathering up. So he's like, "You gonna wash my back? Or I'm gonna wash yours." I looked around. And, like, at this time, everybody now is looking. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, what? He's like, you heard what I said. You in my shower, so I'm washing your back or you washing mine. I was like, come on, dog. I'm like, you better get the hell out the way. <laughs> and, and, like, Dre and, and all, all the veteran guys who already knew this was yeah. his shower, they're dying laughing. I'm just like, I'm lathered up. Like, think about a, a grown yeah. man. I'm yeah. lathered up. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there. And I just stepped to the side. I got Now I'm sitting there. Now imagine. Now now people may look at this and be like, oh, you did it. You guys don't know Flozell Adam. I'm just going right. to tell you that, I'm just gonna tell you that right. right now. Yeah. There, there are certain times and people in the locker room that you pick and choose who you will have fights and battles with. Flozell, for me, Flozell, <laughs> Jay Ratliff was yeah, two yeah. dudes who I was not going to pick a fight with. So I, I had to step to the side. Now I'm standing there like lathered up from like head to toe in soap. And now the soap is just like dripping down because there's no yeah. open showers available. I got to wait till somebody finish because Flozell took the shower. Oh, man. And I wasn't washing his back and he wasn't washing mine. That's funny. He had a, he had his he had a shower. shower. Yep. When yeah. you walked into that shower, there's the one to the left. It was a tall one. It was the one tall one that was there in Valley Ranch. It was a tall one. It had a good it had good water pressure and everything. That was his, huh? When you walked in yeah. there. And I, and I agree with you. It's just certain guys that you just – because they're so easy going. Any other time you can catch them, say just about anything, do it, and they'll be like, man, go on, man. Go quit playing. But that shower – I don't think he would play. No, he wouldn't play at all. And I didn't want to find out. I'm with you with, on on Jay. Oh, Jay. Jay. You is, never knew how to take. Man, Jay. He was probably one never. of the scariest. Let me tell you dudes something. Jay ever. was my locker mate, right? Locker right next to mine. Uh-huh. And like I would come in in the morning, and I, and there's no punk in me. I just want to put yeah, that out there. Right. There's no punk in me. Like I'm I'm a solid, and I'm not a troublemaker, but there's just no right, punk in me. Right. But in certain situations, this is not worth it. And I, you would come in there, and, and some days, like you said, you come there, and Jay's like, what's up, dog? What's going on? Ha, ha, ha. You're like, okay. And then some days you come in there like, what up, Jay? And he'll he'll have like a hood on. on. man. He'll have a hood on, and he'll be like, he'll look. He'll be like, not today, bad, dog. <laughs> and now I got to sit right next to him. Oh, no. His stuff is in my locker, like. Clothes, drawers, his <laughs> like I get on Nate about the grades. Like if, right. if you if you if you're a player, you understand what the grades are. He got right. his grades in my locker, so I'm like, I'm like, hey dog, your stuff is. And he's like, what? Let me take care of that for you. I'm you like, brother, don't here. worry about this. <laughs> Let me fold it for you. I'll fold it up for you. I'll, no, I'll, go, I'll, I'll put it on the hanger for you. It's just, that's what it was. Sometimes There's some days, and, and me and Jay, me and Jay was cool. Like we 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 had wow. some we had some we had some times. Jane, uh, but yeah, but there were some days that he you walk in there. The, Jay was not the one that you wanted you wanted to have on your bad side on his bad side. Who, who one of the first guys I interviewed was him, and it was I walked in. I was actually doing a story on Chris Canning, 
and I think it was Chris Canny. They're doing teammates, and I walked. I had talked to Canny, and then I turned and I was going to talk to Ratliff, and I, I noticed. I said, hey, you got a minute, I can talk to you. And it was almost like all the guys around him kind of stopped to wait to see what he was going to do. And I didn't, you know, I just, I'd only been there a short time. I was like, oh, what am I getting myself into? And he kind of looks over at Candy and said, you think I should talk to him about this? Or you want me to talk to him about him? And I guess Candy said the right thing. So he gave me a few words. But there was a moment there where you could there tell. There was a tense moment. Everybody was looking to see, okay, is this little. What's, what's Jay you going to get <laughs> yeah, today? Yeah. Like, it was like, yeah. it was like that. It was like that. Didn't he try to. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was there. Oh, you yes. were? Yes. We're not going to bring up who, but yes. It's going to tell you yes. Absolutely. I was... Jay, Jay Rattler was like Debo from Friday, right? Yes. That's But wasn't nobody knocking him out. Right. Mm. That was the only thing. But to, your, to what you're, to what you're yes. yes. I, thought yep. I'd, I thought I'd heard that. Mm-hmm. Nate, who was, who was the guy Jaw on the team? Jaw dropped to the ground. I was like. <laughs> the guy on our team was Charles, but it, it just – he never was – Jay was unique because mm-hmm. it, it didn't matter what era you played in, you can, you can always respect that guy because mm-hmm. that, that, he was unique. He, 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 he like, you know, you asked him, I said, can, can Jerry Rice have played this time? Well, Jay could have played <laughs> – his, his mood could have played in any locker room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Eric yeah. Williams? He always – at least on the field, he always – He was just mean. quiet. Now, Eric was going to speak. He was going to be courteous. Uh but see, he those are the guys, quiet. man. Like quiet. the quiet. Yeah. That's the same thing like Flozell. Flozell yeah. wasn't a big talker. Nah. So Flozell, he come in and he might give you one of those. And, yes. But Flozell come in and like I remember seeing Flozell like during my story of leaving the Cowboys, looking for a new team, flying to Mexico, and then I got the call in Mexico yeah. mm-hmm. about going to the Patriots. Well, who do I see in the airport? Flozell Adams. And he's like, Oh, man, we're gonna have a good time. He's like, Man, I'm I'm here, da 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 da. We're gonna have a good time. And I end up having to leave literally the 10, 20 minutes later. Um, but, again, yeah, he's just a, he's a quiet soul. Leonard Davis was the same way. Yeah. Like, Leonard Davis, his wife, he's always been like, oh, Leonard's just a cupcake. He's da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, you sleep with him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say that to him. I'm, I'm not. You say it to him. I'm not. Wow. Them guys can cross because uh, Dwayne Thomas was that way for the old Cowboys and running oh, back. Yeah. Just quiet. You, you, I mean, I, I saw him a few years back. Different guy. I mean, just – but these guys, they will go into any locker room because they ain't changing for nobody. It don't matter who you are, the head coach, the trainers, the players, they just who they are. The like you said, a quiet soul. <laughs> was, there, was there anybody – was there anybody that y'all played with that you never saw, like, in a bad mood? They were just always up here, always, like, on? Yeah. Is y'all going to hate the, the name I say? You want to go first? No, Mike was, Irvin. I ain't never seen Mike Irvin kind of. Sam Hurt. Hurt? Oh, Sam yeah. Sam Hurt. He was wow. always upbeat. Sam Hurt. Sam Hurt was, uh, despite what happened to his situation, but Sam Hurt was the nicest, kindest, happiest, go luckiest Darryl, person you ever met. Darren Woodson. Mm. Have you ever seen Darren down? No. A bad day? I mean, you know, you're going to have moments, but not no bad days, mm. man. Those those are the people that like you can depend on. So good, you can depend on them. Yeah, but they're so good. Like you almost think it's a front, like it's fake because they're always that. Like Woody, every time you see him, you're like, like when he gets you know alone, he you know because he's always smiling and always nice. And you're like, you know, you meet people in your life. Very few people do you meet 
that are, you know, have this face in the public and then whenever you're alone with them, they're the same, like, cheery, right, right. upbeat mm-hmm. person. There's, you know, most people are kind Woody of like, – Woody could talk uh, about you and it'd still be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not, you know, he cuss at you, and you know he didn't mean it. I mean, he just wanted you to do your job. You know, he just oh, – man, that, he would, Woody was it, man. Woody was it. And mm-hmm. I got to see Mike down because of his knee, mm-hmm. but never nothing else. Even when he was talking about his dad and life and times of his father – yeah, up, just up, you know. Mm. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, maybe we'll talk about the game. The, we the score is just increased. Cowboys balls. just beat them in the second quarter. Stuff, yeah, well, maybe second we'll do that. Second quarter, <laughs> Cowboys up by 35. There we go. Nate <laughs> might actually pick them by more than one today. And he, you know what? And our pod pick today is going to be first rushing touchdown. And Nate said the final week of the season, he's not picking Jake Ferguson. So stay tuned to figure out who he's picking later on Hang It With The Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the show. The second segment brought to you each and every day by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain. 
Wingstop.com. And each and every day, the whole show is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Mm. So like I was saying, a break. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Another pay-per-view. Yeah, that's, that's that'll be a pay-per-view story. Uh, Kurt, your last uh, point on the show, on, on the notes. The NFLPA did a survey. Yeah, they do one every year with the players. And the one they just released was they asked the players to rate the assistant coaches. Yeah, the, the coordinators. Yeah. And Dan Quinn was third on the list. Callahan, which surprised me, was fourth. And then Fossil was first. So apparently the Cowboys are blessed with some good coordinators. You mean Schottenheimer? Schottenheimer, yeah. yeah. What did I say? Callahan. Callahan. Oh, sorry. Great offensive line coach. He should be the best. <laughs> but it surprised me. Was that your favorite coach that, you ever played for? Uh, no, nah, you're talking about position coach? Just overall, who was your favorite? Jimmy. Yeah? More so than Norv? Norv was the offensive coordinator. He just, that was Troy's buddy. <laughs> All right. You had to watch it around him. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me say this for, for, for fans. Like, and this is key. This is key, not so much for the star guys, but if you're trying to find your way through an NBA or NFL or any, probably some in regular life yeah. as well, get you a sponsor. Yes, you do. Get you a coach that like you. Get you a coach that sees the potential in you. You don't understand, and I, I tell young guys all the time, be very careful about the assistant coach, the intern, whoever that you give your butt to kiss today <laughs> because they will be a coordinator, a head coach, or something, something, something tomorrow. Mm, yeah. And when looking for a job, the last thing you want is for your name to come across the table and so-and-so who was your position coach two years ago has now been elevated to, an, uh, to a top assistant or a coordinator somewhere else, and they go, I wouldn't spit on that boy's butt if it was on fire. <laughs> you don't want that. I lived that firsthand. I lived that firsthand. Mm. When I, I, my coordinator at the University of North Carolina was, uh, 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 was a guy by the name of Frank Signetti. Frank Signetti, his dad, his dad was he. This this what got me in trouble at Carolina. I, I, I said to him, I said to him, I was like, your dad, you live off your dad's name. Like his dad was a real time big time. Coach. I think it was like Fresno State or whatever it was. Frank Signetti was my office coordinator. And he and I, we 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 boy, we butted heads. And I yeah. I was at that time, I had kind of became a star at Carolina and all that kind of stuff. And we butted heads and we butted heads. And I would march to his office and tell him how I wanted more targets. And I mean, I was just all over Coach Signetti. I get to the league, you know, with my first team, Cincinnati. I get released to Cincinnati, like, after, like, 12 weeks, whatever, and now I'm on the street. And so my agent's like, hey, so what teams are you thinking about? Whatever. So I'm like, well, let's revisit the teams who really wanted to sign me coming out of the draft. Mm -hmm. And the Rams are one of them. I'm like, all right, let's 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 talk about the Rams. Let's call the Rams. So he calls the Rams, and, you know, um, and so uh, he's like, um, yeah, I don't know who you pissed off at the Rams, but uh, I got a hell no back from the Rams. I said, what did I do? Like, what? I don't know about you at the Rams. What did I do? Quick little Google search. Frank, Frank Sigdetti. He had, he had left Carolina. I didn't even realize it. He had left Carolina and was like one of the lead assistants. Might have been like the office coordinator at the Rams at the right. time. 
And he was like, hell no. And I was like, I'm going to tell you the worst thing. Learned. I'm with you, mm-hmm. Jessica. The worst thing you can do. And he telling you kids. And, and you know you know what skipped the kids? Mom and dad who think their kid is all world, <laughs> who talk to coaches any kind of way, who holler and scream and lead all the boosters up until after the games against the coach. Write stuff on social media. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's this how simple it is. Man, you like Nate Newton? I'm the offensive line coach. And you pass back over there. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as simple as that. Yeah. Because your mama and your daddy did not understand how important relationships was. Yep. You may not like this man or this woman, but you better respect him. Hmm. And that will keep you in the door if you least respect him. Jody I'm with you Camilla, on that, Jesse. Jody Camillus. He was my sponsor. He was my sponsor. I had two or three of them, bro. Um, and and yes. Jody Camillus and, and Ray Sherman. Um, but Jody and um, Wade, like he, they were they were close. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because uh, Jody didn't Jody marry Dan Reeves' daughter or something like so, something like that. Yes. Right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a there's a lot of lineage in that you know and but he and he and, and Wade Phillips were really tight. And when I first got here, the plan was for me to be here for a week and then for me to get mm. sent home, sit packing, and get back to the regular season of the program coming from the reality TV right, show. Right. But every single, like, the one opportunity that I had, I didn't get many reps initially on offense. Um, scout team, yeah. But the one place where I could kind of really show myself was on special teams. And at the conversation with Sam Hurd and kind of walked me through what I, you know, what I need to do, was like, hey, listen, show up. Like, just keep popping up on screen. And I used to go at them jokers on special teams. And Jody took a liking to me. And he was like, hmm. I like you. He keep this thing competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah. you know, he's like, he's like, you don't, you, 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 you get these guys hell. Right. You, know, you give us, you give us the best look that we get. And slowly but surely, like, when, I guess whenever the conversation came, your name's on the board. And, and it, it literally comes down to your name is on a, on a, on a you know, you do the paper, but they had to. Refrigerator magnet, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they're like Jesse Holly. They snatch your name down or move your name to, to the next board. And Jody, I, I would hear all the time. They said, "Man, Jody would be in the meet, fighting for you, hmm. fighting for you." And I remember the time when I got elevated and I went from practice squad to active, and I never looked back. Jody gave me a call the night before, and all he said to me was like, "He's like, don't be late in the morning and be ready." I said, "Okay, well, what does that mean?" He's like, "I'll see you in the morning." And you walk in in the morning. You just stay up all night like, am I going to get cut? <laughs> nah, he called, nah, he I, called I me, gave him the thumbs up. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was, Be ready, yeah. I was, I was more staying up because I didn't want to miss the alarm. I'm right. like, I don't So when you walked in Valley Ranch, you would walk in and post it on the board. They would always have depth charts. Yes. They would always have a depth chart. So you knew where you was at on special teams. You knew where you was at on song, scout team, all that kind of stuff. And you walk in, you kind of just check it. Now, Romo walks in, don't look at the board, right? Roy Williams walk in, don't look at the board. I walk in every day, look at the board. <laughs> I walked in every day, looked at the board, and I was like, wait a second, this is a misprint? My name, my name with the ones. <laughs> on the punt team, on the kickoff team, the kick punt return team, kickoff return. And I get in the meeting, and when they put it up on the board, they had called me up. I was mm. like, Let's go! <laughs> I was so happy. I'm off the porch. I'm off the porch. But but I'm telling you, having a sponsor in the locker room is key. If you're if you are in that elite category, that first round or that big time contract, if you fall under that, having a sponsor mm-hmm. is so so 
critical. Parents, me. please be listening to this man. I'm telling Parents you. have wrecked yeah. so many kids' opportunities. Parents, because these kids take on your attitude. Mm-hmm. And you sitting up there telling your kid how great he is, and he could be this borderline kid with just enough talent to keep the guy, the coach's attention. But you, every week, yeah. keep making it worse. You know what, Zach, when they were talking to Zach yesterday on the fan, they were talking about his parents and asking if they were like the rah-rah type parents or whatever. And he said something that was, I thought was really great. And you know he was talking about his kid and everything, and he he was he said that he does you know he'll do some coaching at home, but when it comes to the games and practice, like those whoever's coaching the team that's coaching that's the coaching. team yeah. that's they're, coaching the team man they're giving up their time for free to go out there and coach these kids and they deserve the respect of. Your kid listening to them while they're out there on the field. Now, when you get home, you can do whatever. But when you're mm-hmm. in the games and you're at practice, that's their team. When, when I know. was an athletic director, and we had we didn't have we, we had flag football, um, but at basketball, and I played high level basketball, football, and I couldn't tell you how many times parents were like, "Coach, you need to go out there and say something." You da 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 da. I said, I don't go to one practice. I said, if if I hired him to do a job, the hell am I going out there for? If I have to go out there, then find somebody else. And I don't know what he's – I don't know what he has told them. Now, I might give a kid, hey, come on, you know, give me a little effort. You know what I mean? Like, but coaching and all that kind of stuff, like, I'm, I'm with – I'm like that. I'm like, if I if, if, if I hired you to coach, then you'll coach. If, if you're coaching kids of mine or whatever, I'm not – unless I see something like – That's egregious. That's egregious, like yes. something that's going to harm – that's the kid, kid, yes. Then I'll step. Oh, oh, oh. like man, we're not gonna do that. I try, but but coaching, <laughs> no, no. Only one time, I, I wanted to step in, and I tried to tell a parent, and he gave me the. He's out there way. He's out there spending his time. But I'm gonna tell you what's egregious. When you have a kid that's about this tall, my height. <laughs> yeah. nah, but, but check this out. But you have a kid this tall trying to tackle him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's unfair. Yeah. And you can't teach proper technique. So I wrote, was on my bike and I went over to the master. Sir, I said, That's, that kind of ain't right. Well, well, who are you? <laughs> and he gave me the speech, which I agree with 100%. If, if a coach is giving up his time, but that was not. Right, because this big kid was getting up steam, and this little baby was trying to. And I'm like, wow. And so I said, okay, sir, no problem. No problem. And I just rolled on off and prayed for the kid, prayed for the little kid. <laughs> but they got to tackle better. Not like that. Right. Mm. Not like that. You're That's that egregious, man. Hit the kid had him. no confidence yeah. in that. And you could hurt yeah, that You can hurt that kid. Yeah. 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 And uh, I should have I went over there and said something, but I was like, the dude – because if a coach is wasting his time, and my other thing is to add on to what Jesse said, if you feel a coach is doing your kid wrong, you trying to front that coach, take your kid out of the program and take him him or her somewhere else. Because you think fronting him out, uh, I told him, go make it better for your child, right. mm-hmm. it ain't going to make it better for your child. Yep. You just sealed his or her faith. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, predictions. Cowboys up by 35. And and I'm going to give you a playoff scenario that's going to blow your mind when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. So it's before and now. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Welcome back to the final segment of Hanging with the Boys. We know you're disappointed that we only have about seven minutes left with you guys. Knew he's not disappointed because I'm sure he'll be banging on the window here in about three minutes. But the last segment each and every day is brought to you by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, are y'all ready to hear a playoff scenario that will blow your mind? Yes. If you go to – this is a really cool thing if y'all haven't been. We were talking about it a little bit yesterday after the show. Um, ESPN's playoff machine – and it's got a bracket, and you can click on all the different games, and if this team wins, and if this team wins, and it and it changes the seating in real time. There you go. He, Do you know? I'm glad you said this to the end because he's about to check out again. No, no, <laughs> this isn't about the Cowboys. This there is a there is a there is a way that the Saints and the Buccaneers can both be in the playoffs. Really? Yes. Is that not crazy? If the Saints win, the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, the Bears beat the Packers. The Rams beat the 49ers. No, no. either one, that game's irrelevant. Yeah, so all so the Bears win, the Cardinals win, the Saints win, and Tampa wins. They're both two people from the NFC South are in the playoffs. You know what's so funny here, man? Yeah. See, this is how fantasy football started. Yeah. <laughs> this, oh, yeah. This, just what I'm serious. Just by saying if 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 if, 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 yeah, you know, 
if we win yeah. tomorrow Sunday, you know, when we win, we, we we might if our way pulled a computer. He, he just pulled a computer on you. You see what you just he, made? He tuned out. Yeah, he's <laughs> texting people. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to tune out. He tuned out quicker than I did. No, but check it out. It's actually really cool. It shows you all the different scenarios. It, who who if. If certain teams win, how the seating changes and and all that's a really cool deal. So y'all finally is. I love how this show went today. Everybody just realized how we gonna dominate Washington. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah, we, and we didn't even talk about it. I think it. we all knew that, but we just have to come up with radio. You know, we gotta. We did we gotta it. Talk. We did it. Oh Flo, wait, hey, we come to find out, Flozell like like. Like, like, like washing his back. Right. That was a no. better, no, much better conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, hey, just, just hey, no, that's no, a, that's a, that's no. a big black man. No. You know, I no, like that a, conversation. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. You, you'd have been like, oh, it's showers, shower, shower, shower talk, shower time. Hey. Oh, what is the Irish Springer uh, dog? <laughs> it didn't. It wouldn't make a difference. He'd have been, been fine with whatever. Jergens, yeah. Jergens. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have a writing question. Okay. From uh, <laughs> Kurt in Arlington. He Who, wants to know what? Micah had 13 sacks his first year, 13 and a half last year, and now has 13 and a half going into this game. He said he wants 14. Are you guys worried that he might be chasing that sack number? Oh, he, he don't have to. Thanks to Eric Bienerman, they're going to throw 85 times and he'll get sacked 25 times. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Kurt, for the write-in question. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. He don't have to chase it. They're going to make sure they do this this kid in. They're going to make sure. I hate that, too. Mm. Mm -hmm. He did not do a good job. Average of four sacks a game. I think it's 3.89 or 3.9. This is somebody's kid, man. Who, Sam Howell? Yes. Shout out to my boy, Sam Howell. Go Heels. I hate that, man. Are you Tar Heel? He is. Is he really? Yeah. You know Damn, him? Damn good Tar Heel. You heard this. Have you met him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This kid came out of the Tar Heels and was known as a rugged, tough, uh, athletic guy. And I'm about to beat this out of this kid, man. <laughs> Come on, man. How you favorite, do that? His favorite player of all time is Tony Romo. He that. plays like mm-hmm. him. Yeah, they said that on the broadcast several weeks. And you see, Tony had to get out because his body broke down, and they trying to do you early, bro. Come on, man. No. How big of a big of an impact? Because you used to, the rule of thumb was a young quarterback, you sat him for two to three, maybe four years, let him hold the clipboard, observe, watch. And that's changed over the last, what, Yeah, do the, do the salary cap. and They just throw him yeah. out there now. How, how, how big, I mean, you can get – you can ruin a career like that, right? Eat. Getting beat up like that? That's Just start naming them, man. That's the kid in start Carolina. With car. yeah. Car. Start with Carr. Start with Carr, man. God, it just... Oh, man. I, if a... If, you will have the... Derek and... You can say Derek and, uh, and, and David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carr got beat up. When is the biggest and most... Important time when an owner is about to hire you. The only time you're going to really be able to say something to the owner and he might listen is when he's first hiring you because he's so excited. And you got to get it. Look him in his eyes and say, Owner Jerry, we're going to draft the quarterback in the first pick. We're going to have to run the ball the first year. Sir, believe me, I don't want to kill your quarterback. Hmm. Because if you don't say that and you go out there – and he's not with the plan, and they chunking that ball. I think Howell is a good quarterback. I, I really do. 
But the way they have done this kid this year, when you have a two, not one, but two good running backs and not even try, no, nah, that, that wasn't fair. That kid in the Panthers, that was not fair. You don't do quarterbacks like that when you just know. You know, Danny Dimes, he was he fortunate to get hurt because if he had last in alone, he'd probably been beat to death and not be able to play next year. Now I'm telling you, you can when your offensive line has disintegrated like these offensive lines have, where they can't run, it's better than getting sacked. I'd have been checking out that man. You got to quit checking off to the run because I'd have been like, no, nah, you ain't gonna get me killed either. Well, fellas, we have successfully gone 45 minutes and barely talked about the game this weekend, but it's that time where yes, we have to give our picks, and we'll see. We're going to save Nate for last because okay. I, I think he's going to change it up this oh, week. Yes, sir. Kurt, yeah. what is your score? Uh, Cowboys will blow them out, like 35. They might get a cheap uh, touchdown at the end, maybe 35-7. To 35-7. to seven. Mm. Chris, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with, how about uh, 30 to 10? 30 to 10. What's Jazz got? Jazzy. What do you got? Every week, Jazz. Same time, same show. 48 to 6. Wow. What is y'all's pod pick, Chris? My pod pick is going to be CeeDee Lamb. First rushing touchdown of the game. Lamb. Lamb. What's Jazz got? Dak. Dak. Kurt, what do you have? Uh, Loopkey. Don't yes, sir. Don't give him a second okay. chance. Yes, Jesse, get a man a second chance. What is your score and your pod pick? Y'all not going to like this. You going to pick the Commanders? I think the Commanders are going to win this game. Oh. <laughs> Look at Nate. <laughs> Nate said he was going to pack it up. Yeah, like just <laughs> took his headphones off. <laughs> this dude playing with us. No, I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me Cowboys uh, 33-10. 33 to 10. Yes. And who's going to score the first rushing touchdown? Um, Man, that's a good question. Rico, Rico Dowdle. Dowdle. All right. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. I'm going to go 30 to 27. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Still picking the Cowboys. And I'll go. Aubrey, Aubrey for the win? I'm going to say Turpin, just for fun. Hometown boy. All right, Nate. The moment of truth. We're going to beat these dudes to death. By how many? They, it's going to be zero for them. Ooh, oh, he's yeah. picking a score? Mm. Oh, yeah. And we're we going to score 75 points. <laughs> <laughs> you blowing these dudes out. These dudes, game over. I'm already back. Who, who's going uh, to score you the, know first who's gonna score the first rushing Ferguson? touchdown? the first rushing touchdown on the reverse. Ferguson? Jay Ferg. Stop it. <laughs> Jay Ferg, baby. Ah, he did it to us again. All right, fellas, we'll be back Victory Monday. Good seeing y'all. Good show. Man, Wait, don't, don't I play cannot like believe. Don't, don't play like Cannot believe we went 45 <laughs> minutes and, and talked about the game, about two of those. And I still feel like it was a great show. Yeah, it was better. It was better. We it was talked, better. About, yeah. talked about real life stuff. stuff. And don't forget to good stuff. say what, thank you once again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Mo. You. For the uh, for the books, yep. Chris. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz. Thanks for keeping them company. What's my man's name? Josh. Josh. Thanks for keeping us on all the social. You didn't get channels. a book like the rest of us, Josh. We That's will what be happened when back on the second best show on Victory Monday. <laughs> happy See birthday, ya. Cupcake. We out. Cupcake. Happy birthday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!